You're welcome. Uh, a lot's happened since the last time we, we did the podcast. Yep. And uh, and obviously the main topic that we're going to be talking about today, primarily, will be about COVID nineteen. Uh, but we've got a special special person on today, DJ Maintain. All the way from hello, hello, hello. Yeah, no, normally from North North Weezy, uh, but now North Weezy representing. Yeah, yeah, but f- firmly now uh, in Uganda. in in Uganda. So uh, we're going to get yes. a different perspective of Kampala. Kampala, getting a different perspective about what's going on this side of the world or his side of the world, and we and yeah. this side. And I was going to try and get someone from Thailand, but uh, that didn't work out. And hopefully, we might right. be able to get somebody from New York. If not, we're add that later uh so normally we just have as i said it's a, it's a cross-generational conversation so I, i'm i'm well with my 50s and uh you are in your 20s and you are in your 20s as well 40s 40s but then a different <laughs> <laughs> Peter but Pan. I like I'm in my 20s. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so I've been told and so I've seen yeah so i think we've all yeah. got a touch of the peter pan sometimes but um yeah, yeah, but let's start. Um, COVID nineteen, yeah, Corona. Uh, in the last two weeks, okay. last two weeks in London in particular, it's it's gone crazy. It's, it's lockdown. Uh, it's it's interesting. The energy, or I can't say lack of energy, just the energy that that's that's around. Uh, I've been shopping twice, and it's. Uh, got that six foot distance which some people don't actually know what six foot is um and it's just the energy it's such a, a negative energy uh how do you f- how do you find it Lou? um i haven't really been out so i can't see like how it is like pandemic wise outside i mainly been through work and like seeing stuff online and people just don't seem to get it or the way it's been like emphasize on how bad it is i think no one really knows how bad or not bad it is if that makes sense like it's just like wash your hands if you stay near someone which should, people should do anyway yeah because like if you if someone sneezes you're gonna get it. <laughs> if you're gonna like if you step outside you can get it. or yeah. like if you even get a cough you might die it's like yeah, no one that, really knows and, and and i think that's the frightening thing about it is that it's more um it's more the unknown uh Levi, yeah. how how you how is it how is it in um, in Kampala? So in Kampala, um, we've gone from having zero cases to about twenty in the last two weeks. Okay. Now I'm not obviously in terms of accuracy, you can't really gauge it because there's a lot of people in rural Uganda that's not going to go for tests, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, the the cases that have come to the fore, um, it was Ugandans that were working in Dubai. Okay. And the Dubai government have sent them home. Oh. And the Ugandans they sent home have got, have COVID-19. So they're carrying out all the measures. Um, all the borders are locked down. So Uganda's bordered by Congo, Kenya, Tanzania, and Rwanda. So all those borders have been locked. Flights have been restricted. And 
you know, social distancing um, is in place. Um, a lot of stores have got reduced hours. The, uh, the president has advised against weddings, uh, clubs, bars and whatnot being being open. So I think they like, not, not likes the wrong word, they want to basically keep a lid on it. Yeah, so but... if it's at 20 now, yeah, they want to like, they don't want it to get much above that. So oh. restricting the flights, closing the borders and, and raising awareness um, is, is the way they're going about it. Yeah, but I don't like the way you summed it up because um, here, there's two, we're in Europe. And one of the things, London is the biggest hit uh, in terms of the UK. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> the, the, whole, the whole thing seems to be following in the footsteps of Italy. That's what seems to say we're, we're not far behind Italy and Spain, about two weeks behind. But the thing that struck I've me... That. Yeah, the thing that struck me is no one's talking about Germany uh, because Germany are doing... Um, they seem to be managing it really well. So, so there's the worst scenario and then there's also possibly... A good scenario. I mean, one of the things I read briefly is that Germany spent a lot of money on infrastructure in terms of hospitals. So what they've actually done is that they've um, not prepared for this, but they've prepared um, for an emergency. So I think today it was on the news that Italy's patients, some of the worst ones, are being flown to Germany to get help. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it it just seems like Germany place an emphasis on healthcare. Yeah. yeah. Unlike unlike the UK, who wants to run the NHS into the ground to make it a private system. Mm. And, I, and I think that's for that's me. How it, that's how it feels. Yeah, but I think that's become apparent because as, as the population has increased in the last 10 years, hence uh, a precursor to Brexit, um, with supposedly people coming in from Europe, there's been less hospitals, less schools, less services. Yeah. So... So ultimately, I think early mm. on, you realise that if the figures go along the Italian line, the NHS cannot cope. Because again, we, um, we, no. we're dealing with post-flu. post, post flu. Um, We're coming into spring now. Literally, today's the first day of spring. So it's that whole thing about delay, delay, delay. And um, I, I personally, what, what, what frightens me is that uh, it started supposedly in China and by the time it goes around the next 12 months, will it evolve and mutate? Because if it does, it means that, that, that it will still be going around the world. So I think what's happening now, maybe for the next two years, a way forward in trying to deal with potential pandemics and new diseases. Yeah, um, that's the case. But it's been apparent since like years ago where in the UK, they were, the government is taken back on like, general services or the yeah. hospitals policing yeah totally agree. yeah and then i think now they finally realize like we can't take away anymore it can't take this away it has to be like everything knows the foundation the base of everything is the most important part without that everything else is going to crumble so yeah if the foundation of like services of like like cleaning and sanitation everything like that is just not good then the potential is going to even be worse so this is it's a I think a silver lining in this case where the pandemic is able to expose what we actually need. That's right. And I, yeah, I, I agree with both of you because they're saying, oh, the NHS can't cope. The NHS hasn't been coping exactly. for a long while. That's right. Like, 
like I mean, like lack of beds, lack mm. of nurses, lack of doctors, the cut. Yeah. Now you want to say, oh, it can't cope. No, it hasn't it's been coping. coping. Yeah. And that's for over 10 years. You know, I'm, I so found, it's, um, it's like chickens come home to roost a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I know, unfortunately, I found myself in hospital, in an ambulance in hospital. It was around two years ago. And I can say right. uh, it was not the peak of the flu season. It was near the end of the flu season. And the, the the horrible thing about it was that it was a war zone because I literally I had to go to two hospitals and the second hospital there were actually people sleeping bags outside. These were rough sleepers who were coming into the hospital to get warm, and then there were people who were genuinely ill and they were in the corridors. So if that was happening then, yeah, what's going to happen now? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a fear. I mean. Um, 28 days. I always remember that the last scene in 28 days. Yeah. <laughs> I and, haven't seen that film, so I'm glad I can't. No, I tell you, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, you don't even have to see the film. Just go to the last part. No, it's the first part. It's, no, it's the last. It's the last part when he goes out, when he's actually out. Yeah, that's the. I think that's the first part, isn't it? Because it starts at the beginning here. Yeah. yeah, but it's just literally he's walking around, and it's like nothing. There's nothing there. And, yeah. And, and, oh, I've seen that. I've seen that yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, could you on YouTube? You know what scares me more? What's that? Not what what you sent me on WhatsApp. Which one's Mr. that? Mr. Bailey. Which one's that? I said the, a lot of things. Not the rude uh, things. Not the rude ones. Huh? Season, season, no, not the rude ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Season, season one. Yes. Episode 10. Yes. 53 minutes in. Yes. Are you kidding me? What? No, I have to send it to you. Okay. No, it's something, it's, uh, yes, I think it's Japanese. LB. Uh, it's Korean. Oh, yes. yeah. But I've seen it. I've yes. seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. And that's too, it's too, They're it's just too accurate. Two, two years ago. Too accurate. Yeah, talking. There's reasons for I'm it. Like, what's I know. Re- what's the reason? You know me. You guys know me. I'm yeah. a laid back guy. I'm chilled. Uh, there's reasons for it. I though. take everything in my stride. And I've watched this clip, and I'm not gonna lie. I got I got kind of Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. Coronavirus. Go. On. <laughs> shit is real. Shit is real. Go. On. No. But it is real. It no, is real. I'm not but, happy. I'm not happy. Or if you if you, all right. I send you something. I saw Bill Gates being interviewed on CNN, and uh, and I know yeah, it's, it's it's foundation, but not only uh, his foundation, but there was a documentary that someone sent me, and it was good. I mean, I, I, it was on the BBC. It's what happens if there was a pandemic, and it's one of those things you watch, but you don't even really watch. You go in at the kitchen and you kind of pay no attention to it. But what yeah. it shows is how quickly a pandemic spread. Away from that is yeah. the fear mm. of the pandemic. But then one of the things that right. came, came through from that is that how much cleanliness, I mean, literally things like washing your hands, um, sneezing into your, into the, um, into your in elbow, into, your elbow uh, into a tissue, throwing it away, just generally being aware of other people because you know what it's like to travel on a bus and a train, not only in London or commute in any major city. Mm. It's, it's, it's people are nasty. I pause. To put it blunt, yeah. 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 And, yeah. all right, then let's look at ourselves because it's easy to say people are nasty, but we're part of people. <laughs> we're part of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then when we, we sometimes, it's all right. You know, when you're a kid and your, your mom and dad tells mm. you, don't take nothing from anybody, don't drink, don't drink nothing from somebody. And your friend, when you're young, gives you like a little juice to drink. And you go, no, 
And by the time you're a teenager, you're yeah. just slopping that thing down your mouth. <laughs> yeah. And then... Because you do. You do. We, 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 we you know what, Del? Yeah. The thing is, you've got you've got certain people, right? That will just like, oh, germs build up your immune system. Yeah, go out yeah, there yeah, and yeah, discover. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and, and no. You've got some people that like. You got some people that like when you go in the underground, don't touch the handrail. Exactly. When you go to use the bathroom, put tissue and a seat if you need to do a number two put tissue in it you right. and when you're opening up the the lock to get out use the tissue to open yeah, that right. as well yeah and to turn on the tap yeah. so you've got different sets of people see and, and and it's interesting what you said i went to a pizza a, a, so, i've a, always done that yeah and i went to a pizza bar <laughs> and, and um this, yeah. this guy had unisex toilets and i was like that's unusual why he goes that a lot of men are tend to be a bit more nastier than women but he found that when he had unisex toilets, yeah. it's like being at home. So you find that you will clear up after yourself, you'll wash your hands, because you don't yeah, want the person yeah, coming yeah. in after you, especially if it's a female, to look and think, what a nasty yeah. person. That, that is, that's to do with females, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You don't mind, you don't mind, yeah. like, I play football, right? Yeah. Football. So man, them are nasty. In nasty. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Right? Yeah, but... But, but if, if it was, say it was a mixed team, you know what, you don't want, it's it's, it's yeah. very simple, yeah, and 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 in a way, it's quite almost primitive. I don't want to say stupid, but it's like it's all it takes to make you fix up is to have a multi genre, yeah. Like, but but then, the like, int- who are you? Exactly, but then, but then, but then it's inter- <laughs> it's, it's interesting that uh, a friend of mine, she's a cleaner. And we talk, yeah. and I was under this this myth that men's toilets are nasty and men are nasty. And she goes, "You've never been in a woman's toilet." I goes, "No," because I thought one women go to the toilet two by two. But yeah. I can imagine how it can be worse. Yeah, I can imagine. We won't go there. Yeah, but I I can, I walk, you know I, I've heard this from plumbers. I work in construction as well as DJing, and yeah, I've heard this from plumbers as well. Like women's <laughs> toilets, like but they they can be like. They use a lot of tissue. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I think that's so, the plumbers say. Yeah. So the thing they is, use a hell of a yeah, lot of tissue. Yeah. So I think both are true. So I think, in a sense, mm. when we're watching, it's like you know, in a house, when your 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 partner, your mother, your sister, anyone that's there, well, you, you fix up. You don't. You go in there, and it's like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the fear of hearing whatever your name is, Michael. It's like, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. I, I, think, I think there are some benefits to that, but. Hygiene in relation to viruses. All right, and I'm gonna go down the the route of conspiracy. No, mine is. I'm even gonna say. I like No, because all right, man-made. All right, this this some schools of thought that this is man-made. There's other schools of thought that um it's 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 divine. It's end of days. Yeah. Um, we're just talking about clean, right. and just just to coin a phrase, cleanliness is next to godliness. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. So so, right. Let's just take it out there, not as far as we can take it, <laughs> but let's take it out there, Lou, younger yep. man. Conspiracy. What do you think? Well, doing research, Ooh. doing research. I've from what I've read, I've known it's been a thing since two thousand three, two thousand and four. Educate me. So in Wuhan, there's like a cave in a certain part of like a village. And this cave is notoriously known for having bats. And because of how close of the cave is to the village, 
it's been like cross like pre like cross contamination with the, like the bats and the people. So right. it's already been known in that area that this is a certain like virus which is the coronavirus. Right. So sorry to interrupt you, Louis. Right, yeah. So is it because I haven't really looked looked in depth to the link between bats and COVID nineteen, yeah. right? So is it is it is it general knowledge in that area of the world that bats carry this yeah. virus? Right. So why eat them? Right. Okay. Sorry. It's, in, it's, it's in Wuhan where it's, it was known where like this group of people have that virus. Even even in that village, there's a few group of like a very select few that have like antibodies towards it, so they're immune to it. This is like back in two thousand three, two thousand four, and then I think the World Health Organization, a certain like little sector of like of a team, were like, this could be serious if something happens if it got out there, but they were like, well, it's already contained, yeah, so right. we don't need to worry about it. It'll be fine. And then... So, two two things, Lewis. Sorry to interrupt you again. Sure. i got to say this because I'm in my 40s now and I don't want to forget. <laughs> two things that, 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 that sparked my interest. Yeah. Not interest, but alerted me. All right, LB? One, Avengers Civil War. Yeah. Crossbones. Yeah, yeah, and he and he stole the biological weapon. Yeah, okay. That that got me scared. Mm. Two, <laughs> I used to I used to date a nurse. Yeah? yeah, when she came home from hospital, she always showered. Yeah, she'd come in. That don't touch me. I got to get straight in the shower. Straight in the shower. Clothes she wore in the washing machine. Shoes by the door. Right, mm-hmm. and even after she was, I would still get diarrhea. I would still get, I would get a case of diarrhea off her from the blood bug she brought home from the hospital. So, so ever since then, I've been a bit funny. Yeah, um, there are some things where I'm like, <laughs> it's a bit because. The way kind of like China has been moving recently with like uh-huh. yeah. how they've been portrayed in the media and this has been whole media like outcry for like it's a China virus, it's a Wuhan virus. Trump. It's Trump <laughs> <laughs> being a comedian and it's just like, I think it's like a subliminal kind of like, like attack on China where they're like, we can't really say anything because they have so much control over, like, the world. So, and yeah, so like the media is trying to portray China in a bad light now because of um, they haven't really been able to, like, in recent years. So this is a good outlet for them, really. But, but one of the things I saw I saw was a news article item and they're circling, um, at the moment. It comes from India, which gives another bias because obviously, yeah, they're, they're neighbors to China, and they said that. In, in the Wuhan area was a really small area, yeah. And if you look at China and the size of China, it only it, for the number of people that were infected and the number of people that died, uh, the, the ratio is quite small, yeah. So, effectively, now what, yeah. chi- what China's doing is that they're producing the and um, they're producing the mask, mm-hmm. the, the um, the, the ventilation machines, uh, they're, they're producing items to sell to the west for a virus effectively that they could have they could have created 
in the Wuhan district, which they were aware of, so they could benefit it financially. <laughs> so I'm throwing something out there, which I think, all right, could China be be actually have legal um, charges placed against them in terms of a, a civil charge? Yeah, and because they tried to downplay it for so long, they knew yeah. about this months before the outbreak actually happened. And now they were like, no, it's fine. We can deal with it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And it didn't close any borders. They let Chinese people still go around the go world. Around the world. Yeah. And this is like in the Philippines. That's when the first virus was like actual um, a Chinese person. And in Jamaica, yeah. I think it was a Chinese person too. Yeah. It was like everywhere in the world, it kind of, because they didn't allow to like yeah. con- control it. It allowed Chinese people to, who had the coronavirus get out there. And then it even caused a worse outbreak with like people being racist towards like Asian people because... Now, because seen, seen as a, like a Chinese virus or Asian virus, Trump, Trump, <laughs> it's just people just be like see an Asian person and be like cover their mouth because yeah. I've seen it on the train, yeah, before like they'll just cover their mouth. Yeah, that, that's that's bad. And it's just like you're trying yeah, to. That, mm-hmm. It's just why are you gonna do that for to make it like a even worse? Because because my thing is, and that's going around the conspiracy route again, is that all of a sudden where countries didn't have money, now they're finding trillions and. Um, you're talking no, you're talking about the UK. They've they've got um, oh yeah, yeah and, and it's Europe. always been that's always I been know, it. but the the thing is, which strikes me is that right, it's there. It's, if you look at people, will lose their jobs. It's the long term effect in terms of um, real people on a ground level, but then you've got the, the bigger picture, which is that the markets are dipping, but the long run, some people will make money because another another argument. <laughs> Only certain markets are dipping, not all markets are dipping. I know, but there was an argument going back to this thing um, that I looked at on the internet where this woman said that in terms of China, China is now in a situation where they can buy out certain companies in Asia and buy out other companies. So in terms of as the markets dip short term, it allows certain people to come in and actually um, put a financial injection into companies. Mm. They're, they're interested in sustaining their, their, unique, their uniqueness and also that, their autonomy – also, yeah. also in terms of the small numbers of people in those countries, the one percent, the, the elite, the wealthy, they they will talk to each other, but they don't want to be. They still they still represent their country. Like Trump is for America PLC. Um, you got Boris is for UK PLC. You got um, France PLC. You got people are quite selfish and they're interested in in their own personal gains. Mm one of the best ways of controlling it is by something we've never been able to fight, which is viruses, diseases, which mutate. And and then if you, if in terms of profiting from it, if you can create something and it's very simple and then have the antidote to it, then you can actually sell the antidote and say, right now we can inoculate those that we need to inoculate. Cause last thing I say on this one, but as uh, there's four people, I'm oh, sorry, five people here. Do you know anyone that's been tested for the coronavirus? Personally, no. 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 no, 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 no. Yeah, so so I know someone personally who seems to like they have symptoms, so they might be going for a test. But apart from that, no, no, exactly. So, but when you would do Boris, but what's, but what's the guidelines? The guidelines say that the guidelines say stay at home and self isolate for seven, then fourteen days, unless you get that bad that you have to go to hospital. That's what the guidelines are. Exactly. So, in terms of the people that have already said, all right, we've got it and we've been tested, I would like to know well, how did you manage to get a test. Yeah, there's no because there's you're because you're the prime minister, you're the queen, or you're the queen's husband, or the exactly. or the prince of Wales. Exactly. Money. Exactly. So if you if you've got access to um, resources that can test you, then you know you have 
you, you, you have a potential to have a disease or a virus. For the vast majority of us, we will not be in that situation. So, so um, I'm sure that there's people that have been died for respiratory illnesses that's now associated with um, corona, the coronavirus. Yeah. But it's not actually the virus itself. It's, that's it's pneumonia it. that can exactly. cause the problem as well, yeah. which it causes. But you can't really get... It's not a widespread thing. Like, you can just go to the hospital and be like, okay, we'll take your symptoms. You've got corona. It has I, to be a specific test. Go on up. So how, how's, it, how's, it effect, how's it affected you primarily, do you feel? Okay, well, personally, I'm not working. <laughs> okay. okay. We, are, we are very tentative because we're a ledger industry. It's, um, we're talking about redundancy, um, possible being laid off, um, or um, restructuring of the company, stuff like that. So you feel very kind of like vulnerable at this point in time. Um, initially, I just stopped working yesterday. I was mm. working yesterday. And they called me today, so we're going to shorten their numbers now. It's a vulnerable time. You don't know where you're at. It's like you're trying to think about, okay, now I've got to look at uh, mortgage payments, how to freeze that. You've got to look about how you set the spending. We don't, they, they're not confirming to us whether we're going to get a uh, government claim, or they're gonna, if they're going to do that or not, or take a holiday. Oh, what's going on? Wow. Plus, plus, plus you don't know wow. how long this is going to last. So... So, so on a on a lighter note, what 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 do you do yeah, to keep yourself entertained at the moment? What were we listening to music wise? What's what's going on? Oh, I see. I'm glad you said it. Music wise, I've been listening to a lot of like UK based, like jazz, um, neo soul kind of R and B. A lot of that recently. Um, mainly R and B. Yeah, a lot of. Give it. me a few. Give me a few names. Give me a few names on the Neo Soul vibe. Okay. Everything. One, one name of each. Okay. There's, what's her name? There's Cleo Soul. Yeah, she's been around like that. I really like her. Um, There's a Think Day English. And the Club Night. Yeah. It's one thing which I've said before in the podcast and to dad. Um, Jungle. They're really good. Um, who else is there? There's, what's her name? I think it's IMDDB. Yeah, IMDDB, yeah. She's the one that sounds like a more refined version of Steph London. Yeah. yeah. So there's, um, that's who I've been really focusing on. It's just, I don't know. I just think it has, the, the range it can go from it is so like vast. You can go for like a more slow kind of mm-hmm. down tempo or like really high tempo upbeat and yeah. the lyrical content can be vastly different. So it's just Joy Crooks as well. Um, Yeah, it's just like, I know I've been feeling that a lot. Um, Run the Jewels, you know, Run the Jewels. Yeah. They released a couple new songs and I really like them. It just reminds me of like what they did, um, I think of Run the Jewels 2. And they did that really well. It just brings back that same energy. Okay, so that's good. I'll tell you one artist and that's, um, I listened to, and I'm surprised, Roddy Rich. Okay. I like that. And it's th- for two reasons. I mean, um, I liked a song. I think last year, and I didn't even know who who done it. And it was basically, I I rather I know the one he said talks about dying. Yeah, die young. Exactly. And I was like, wow, that's actually quite. Prof-. And I, I didn't realize it was him. Then um, something else happened. I think there was on Instagram, someone did like a snippet of song. So I went on YouTube, listened back, and I thought a young man that comes from Compton, another one like Kendrick Lamar. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Lamar. He comes from Compton as well. Yeah. So. To me, I don't know if Compton are breeding these more intelligent 
They are sounding and rappers, are, and but it's it's also he's has a much more commercial sounding song sound, but he's also got a, a his lyrical flow and what he and how he he deals with that. If you want to call it mumble rap, is it's good. I yeah, mean, it's really good. He, even though he's in that lane of kind of mumble rappers, he still has like profound thing. I think it's just like of Compton. It's like there's so much going on in mm-hmm. that area in LA. Is either you have to know certain things and you have to be like smart to kind of survive. Yeah, and definitely smart. That so com- that comes across. And if, um, when you're artistic, even not if just like Compton artists, like general artists, like who paint and draw stuff like that, are really good. So mm-hmm. I just think if you have a talent, a creative talent, and you're from a certain type of area, like Chicago as well, if you're some some type of area like that, or even in London, there's certain parts of London yeah, you've got definitely. a lot, like Dave, who's from South um, London, who. And the thing is, also there's an album which I know um, the fanatics were on, and I'm actually interested to hear. It's got um, um, Skepta ads and uh, Chip. Yeah, Chip. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> sorry, Pete. Had some um, data issues. Sorry. No, that's alright. But the, the thing I like about um, Skepta to me, top of his game, um, definitely bars for days, and he's grown as well. He was great when he was young, and he's grown. That's Chip. Ads, I think ads is really good, but the subject matter just gets on my nerves. Ads, he needs, he's yeah. good, but he's just like, do something else, please. Drugs. I mean, when he's talking, I'm listening, I'm thinking, am I hearing what I'm hearing about coke, heroin, and some sexual matter? And I'm like, come on. You mean, you, 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 if this is all your life is, you're not going down, the path you're going to finish up in the next five years isn't going to be worthwhile, you know? But um, he, he seems to have a so lot of I, I, I like Jay Huss's uh, album. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. me, I... I, I get a bit um, a bit of a hip hop snob, so <laughs> like a bit, I, I tend no, I, no, I tend to not nah. yeah. You're a big time hip hop snob. Man. Okay, a lot. Yes. Yeah, but I like I like Jay. I've been listening to Jay Huss's album. That's sick. That goes down so well out here in Kampala. All I've been listening to recently is Griselda. Like Doctor Bird. Oh, okay. It's, it's just been on repeat. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so, so Griselda Doctor- is is. Is is Griselda is Westside Gun, Benny the Butcher, and Conway the Machine. They're from Buffalo, which is upstate New York. Yeah, and they're, they're really basically good. like it's real gutter hip hop. It is like, yeah, it's dope. But um, anyone watch the ZZ Mills and Wiley interview? Yeah, I no. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right, so basically, you know, what this, you know what this interview has confirmed for me? That interview, for me personally, I I, mean, I don't know the man, and mm. he may be, you know, telling the truth. But I feel like, because he created Grime, mm-hmm. he just feels like, no, I can't say nothing to me. And you should be, like, basically thanking me every day for creating Grime, because you all have a career from it. I mean, it's funny. And I think that's partly his problem. But I think a lot of our yeah. young, younger rappers have said that. Um, and who was it that said that H, that a lot of young people don't actually listen to Grime now? H said it, yeah. Yeah. And, um, the guy, yeah. Uh, and, and more or less, it's true. He was the one that um, paid, paved the way. But to me, um, yeah. ter- Boy, Boy in the Corner was the album that actually really? got Grime. Yeah, <clears throat> that got everyone's attention. Exactly. Yeah. And, wh- and Wiley's been always there, but Wiley's is like, is like the Kenya West of Grime. Is is that he needs that attention? Yeah, like he, he needs that kind of like, well, 
Yeah. I'm gonna go out there and you you got you gotta honor me all the time. Nah, it's 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 good, you're there, you've yeah, done what you've got it, done. And it's it's people are people yeah, are making it's, a living it's from ridiculous. it. Yeah, it's like your it's like your it's like it's like your parents walking up to you every day saying to you, Oh, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be born. Yeah. Remember Ooh. that. <laughs> oh man. Do you, do you say do you saying like grime is phasing out and drill is taking Almost, over? But it's like what you would like if you think of like old grime like mainly with grime is the beats and the artists. So you got like old art like beat like instrumentals like rhythm gash and then um ones that you'll probably see yeah. in like those raves back in like the night like 2000s and you're never gonna really hear anything like that again unless it's a remix the closest one is Thiago Silva yeah but the thing is I like when she just called him out she says yeah yeah, yeah. you don't turn up for things yeah and but you you want recognition for this that but you don't turn up for nothing yeah you didn't even turn up for your boasty video shoot exactly so I mean, you, you know you're difficult, Wiley. Yeah, and it's hypocritical when he talks but, about like how he's always the, like the, the pioneer sometimes, and he's like, "Without for Grammy, it would be me." But like his most popular songs oh, aren't Grammy songs, exactly. Boasty, boasty, um, money in my pocket, um, and what's the one with the foxes in the video? That's money in my pocket. I no, it's money not. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Money in exactly. my pocket. And there's another one. Now. There's a few others, but most of them were like UK house with rap over it. Or like just like a UK rap song, yeah. so it's kind of like no, like the way the way art, the way like UK rap art is grime artists and like the DJs and the sound engineers kind of like formed rhyme again for like the new generation and it made it more like you want to listen to it more instead of like I feel like grime back in the day is only in a few settings where you could really enjoy it. <laughs> My favorite line. Don't wanna oh, get, yeah. you don't wanna yeah, start arms out. Take arms out to your mum's house. You, you got to go. <laughs> yeah, that's the best version of it. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that it's, was, it's that, two, that's still a bagger. Yeah, two kids just cussing each yeah. other. Yeah, and then that's only one situation you can really enjoy it. But like with Grime now, like with like Wiley Flow or like Shutdown or even like there's so many other ones like Tiago Silva and Streatham. I was thinking ones uh, fit off my head, but like it's more just like there's more production value and there's more stuff to it rather than Grimes just one beat yeah, and shout that loops yeah. and you just got bars over it which is <clears throat> I think a simple kind of rendition of it and, it's, and I think that's the thing about UK music it, it has evolved and it's evolving yeah and worldwide I think I think and I see and I observe that America is taking a lot from the UK yeah and um, it's repackaging it and and I still think that the UK, in terms of music, is undervalued. But oh, definitely. And and, and the, the genre itself, in terms of what we do and what we, we actually contribute, is it, I think the next. And I said it with relation to um, the Corona COVID. The next five years for UK music will be interesting because mm. uh, it's very real. And I think Canada and Australia, as marketplaces, can identify very much with UK music. America itself, yeah. because it's so vast, is still struggling. And I think, if anything, because of... Um, I don't think it's struggling. I think uh, the, reason, the reason I say in terms of struggling, in terms of um, something new. Creativity. Thank you, yeah. Because yeah. It, there's, there's nothing... Yeah. There's, there's, if, um, um, America itself, you know what to expect. Uh, when you when you got the class, is it Excel's class of... Two? Um, yeah, XOXL, uh, class yeah. of... Um, the thing is... All right, sorry to cut you guys. Cut right. away. Do you know what the crux of the problem is? What is it? 
No one raps anymore. Are you gonna get? You gonna get uh, deep again? Like, <laughs> like everybody's, everybody's bars are basic. Yeah, but 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 you know right? Every, you know what? Everybody's bars are basic. People are basic. Though. People are basic. They don't want the thing is is that I've, I've always thrown the argument. Reggae, reggae to me sets the blueprint for music, and in reggae, what you will have is like different versions. People come in in different styles, and the thing is is this is that social media has allowed um, music to be thrown away. Yeah. So so you could be a mediocre rapper but be a great social media um, personality. Yeah. And and by combining yeah. the two and having a gimmick, yeah. you could have a career and make money for five years. Yeah. Like, um, what's that, Old Town, Old... Lil Nas X. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. I think the main thing about like <laughs> rap in the US and a lot of rap now is like, they say nothing, but they say nothing so well mm -hmm. that it's just catchy and I can listen to it like Young Fug. It's um, the beats. Yeah. The beats the beats are the beats are dope and it's carrying them. Yeah, the beats are dope and the way and, they use their voice in the yeah. beat is great. Like young fuck Playboy Carty, a lot of rappers say absolutely nothing. I I don't even care what they say, but it just sounds cool. See, but and that's why that's why the yeah. music will travel around and the world. Does, uh, yeah. But but, but I like that's but why it I, knocks in the club and I give yeah. them that because yeah. I've had to play it. Like and when I play it in the club, I get it. Yeah, but I you see, get but, it. But, but see, in terms of Content the essence of it, it's trash. You see, but but that's but that's that's where age comes in because you you were around and in terms of the. I don't think it, I don't think it's the age. No, no, no I'm talking. No, I'm talking thing, about. Bro. I'm talking about you were at the beginning of hip hop, and in terms of you've seen the evolution of hip hop and the golden age of hip hop has mm. gone. So what you have actually have now in terms of American music. It is hip hop and it's what's coming out and it's all right, it's evolved and young people that's why I said about Roddy Rich earlier. He's one person that happens to say he's got a good flow, he he is popular with what he's doing, but underneath that there's actually some content. Yeah. So so when when you're actually listening yeah. to it, there there is like hang on a minute, it's a lot of it will fall into the same genre, but when you break it down yeah. in the midst of that, there's actually content. And and I think that's where that's it. Mm. Well what I'm saying is it's like when you you're writing bars, that the majority of them are are, are grunts and punctuation, yeah. and like your flow isn't really there. It just sounds like you're you're talking. To, to you know, what I mean, it's like it's 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 quite it's quite disheartening. Yeah, but but unfortunately, I think that's what that is the future of rap for now. Until someone comes along, you said it you said it earlier about the artists who are. Um, yeah. They've they've actually got content. So you might find that there's some some newer artists that's got half decent content, but in comparison to the rest of the mediocre artists out there, they they will shine yeah. because I think I think as a genre, yeah. uh, there, there are artists that that are out there that are keeping that old school, the, the beat, yeah. the rhyme, the content, everything yeah. there. But it's not marketable, and yeah. like everything else, is that any popular well, genre, you you go with what's going to make the most money. The thing is, it's not marketable because there's not enough variation on the radio. Yeah, but it's not even—it's not even, it's not even radio. But it's not even radio now because I think a lot of the art, a lot of music. If if someone has a, a track within social media and a dance, oh, or some and it's it's like it just it goes before anything else. So in terms of radio, and I'm, I'm actually in a sense I'm glad because I think all all the playlists that radio has for so long has actually stopped a lot of artists and decent music coming through. So you said about Run The yeah, Jewels. exactly. Yeah. Run The Jewels won't get any radio play. No. But they've got a great fan base. Yeah. And if, and if they can get a, a, a 
a mixture of what they have and something that also bangs in a club, then you've got a, you've got a popular tune that doesn't need radio. Yeah, and effectively radio then be chasing yeah. these artists. It's not it's not even radio. Anymore. It's more only like social media. Like yeah. if TikTok, the new yeah. like social media platform yeah. now. If you have a popular song on TikTok, you'll have yeah, you'll have a just popular <laughs> song that can generate you money. It doesn't even have to be radio plays a part, yeah. but also social media plays a part in general. So Yeah. But what yeah, what I mean by radio is that yeah, radio is like it's not as big a player in the music game as yeah. it was. Well what I mean radio is that radio friendly. Whole, you, yeah, yeah. Radio started this whole uh deterioration of 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 music mm. and now is the the the, the, the snowball has, has rolled down the hill and it's huge yeah and now it can't be stopped and radio is even now insignificant and i don't think they even they envisage that mm. that's true but this this, this someone, someone has to someone has to stop this Which there, is, there it, needs to be there needs to be variance but I think that's why social media you know? is actually affecting TV, okay, yeah. TV and radio. So if you think like something like Strictly, what they're doing is actually getting social, social media, stars. media stars to appear on a TV, a popular TV program, to improve the ratings. And the same thing happens with radio personalities, where you're you're getting people who are popular on social media now being on certain platforms like Rinse, and they're drawing artists to that particular individual. So it's a strange thing whereby. The, the old model has is still there for some older stations, but radio is almost yeah. reinventing itself with social media. And and also, I love the fact with technology because um you mentioned the other day about Serato Studio, and um, whereby you yeah. the combination of uh, a DJ platform as well as a, a music making platform, and I think that's a great idea yeah. because DJs tend to be at the forefront of music. Hence, one of the reasons. Yeah. Hence, one of the reasons yeah. jazz. And certain types of R and B died away because they lost that audience that they had. And going back to the point that you made about we've got awful, awful songs that are lyrically has no content but has a brilliant beat. And you'll find that in any club you go to, as soon as you put your that song on, everyone just responds. Mm-hmm. They just responds. If you look at the Drake song when he was um um baby, do you love me? Like the pre program. Yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah. I think Drake is smart. He's all he's almost making songs and videos to become gifts. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. Like the one with Chris Brown and we was like, know, it's like he's doing it on purpose. And then he and met- just to touch on something you said, Derek, I've ha- I've had it as well when I've turned up to a de- when I've turned up to DJ gigs, and it's a, it's a reality star playing a two hour set. Yeah. I may add. And 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 the thing is, they can't DJ. And it's, there's no, I mean, one of the things, and this is my, my aspect of being, being a snob, is that you go, you, 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 it's not even a playlist. You've got the guys there, people have come to see a celebrity, but they, they have no idea about the music they're going to play. And a lot of the time is that they're, they're pretty rubbish, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they're actually there and they're DJing. Yeah, I was just saying, um, it's happened in my industry where I turn up to a gig and it's the reality star or someone who's had like a viral TikTok video go crazy or whatever, and they're playing two-hour pre-recorded sets, or mm. they're DJing with someone who knows right. how to DJ. That's right. So they're they're basically helping them, mm. and they're the face, and they've just got no. Even in Kampala, I saw a girl pretending to DJ with a pre-recorded set, got gas, 
walked out to the front of the stage and started dancing with the crowd. And then the ne- while the next song was mixing. Uh, and I looked at her, like to say, oh, so you're doing this te- like telepathically, right? <laughs> and then she had to run back and carry on pretending. I was like, yeah, but, I was but, like, no. See, but, but sh- no, please. But it shows London's you. gone. London's <clears throat> gone, right? There's no save in London. But not in Kampala, where it's still like the essence is still here. Like, please don't let this creep in. Please. See, but, but that's the thing about where technology allows anyone to pick up some some form of machinery and dig into virtual crates and DJ. But the thing is, you know, I've done this for years. I've DJed for years. And DJing is an art form. And and the thing is, you, you've, got to, yeah. you've got to read the crowd. That's why I love different groups of people. Because when you go there, it's almost you've got to start be like, you've got to be telepathic. You've got to, you've got to think about at least five records ahead. Yeah, and and the thing is, oh, is definitely, that, definitely. and 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 you can go to a place whereby, if someone is just doing a job, they lose the crowd twenty four seven. They don't care because they they're just oh, playing yeah, it. For sure. And and one of the things where I think you stand out more than a lot of DJs is that you're old school. You can scratch and mix. You you can, you mm. can, you can match the records and go in and do it without mm. the aid of technology. Technology helps, but literally, if you have to go yeah. back to two turntables and a microphone, it'll be fine. You can do it. And then at the same time, if you've got to then go with, um, literally as I do, I like, you, you've got a mix, uh, you can mix on your phone or on your iPhone or an iPad. Yeah. You can still do it. Whereas a lot of people yeah. coming up, it's just, it's just primarily about the technology. And also, yeah. also they've well, got, they've got no history. They, all right. They have no history of what's currently popular. They're not, DJs to me were people that introduced records to oh, a crowd, yeah, yeah, and who who manipulated that whole experience? Who had a history of knowing where the music came from, what it did, and and just basically being anoraks. Now you've got people that are right. You've got you've got a playlist. You could got access to millions and millions of records because you 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 you've linked into Spotify or whatever your your your. Yeah, exactly your, that, your, Derek. Yeah. Exactly that. But, but that doesn't. Tidal, Spotify, SoundCloud, yeah. and they're mixing. Off, they're suggesting the next song for them to play. Exactly. Mm. And then they play it and the crowd goes, hey, but they're not reading the crowd. They're not reading the crowd. Spotify is giving them suggestions. Yeah. See, see, so, so, so to me, what I like is like, if you imagine doing something like that at, live at the Apollo, and we know there's certain crowds that are hard. Mm-hmm. You, you go in there and you've got yeah. to kind of like, okay, you can see, you know you're going to have a, a, your night's work. And even, even, at family yeah. par- even at family parties, as you know, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You, you go in with, yeah. you, 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 you've, got a, you've got a generational gap. You've got, you can't play... You can't, yeah, you can't play, like, I love the gigs where I go in, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'll say I'm doing an old school hip-hop R&B set, and I start playing the, the top 10 hits and the singles, and the crowd looks at me like it's like to say, what are you doing? We know, we know what you're doing, we know who you are, we want those B-sides, we want those rarities, we exactly. want those remixes. And exactly. I go, all right, and bang, I go in, and the whole mood changes, and we have a great time. Yeah, yeah. But, that's few and far between. Few and far between see, now. But, Everybody just wants to hear the same thing. Mm. See, but and that's where I know when I was going, I'm going back a long time when there was um, Rear Groove. And I remember for me going yeah. back and playing music, but then putting something that people hadn't heard before and seeing how they yeah. react and, and, and winning them over. I think that's a, that's a part of a DJ's job. But then when it got to yeah. a point when you had a, uh, 
you got people coming up to you and it's like, I want to hear this, I want to hear that. And the worst night for me is that you you literally become a robot. Technology now allows yeah. you to be a robot. Whereas you, you know yourself. No, there's, there's, no, there's no room for edutainment anymore. No. There's no. no room. You will play a song like 50% of the dance floor don't know and they will turn around, look at the deck, like what on earth are you doing? And then five minutes later, they'll come up and start requesting yeah, all this bait stuff. You've got no room to experiment no more. See, see, but I think the thing is, is that in this again, um, and I personally like to hear when I go out and there's something thrown in, and I think that's where the DJs. I think I heard someone said you pay eighty percent of what people know. Then there's a period of time when you could then go in and you yeah. can throw things in. That's why I, or I don't do it that often. But the set that I like is either first, the first time, the first thing you're in, or last. Because the reason is you can play, yeah. you can play things that play what, yeah, what, not not you what really you like. Can. You, you can you can keep it. You can do what you've got to do because there's a point when people come in and they just want to hear what they want to hear. Mm. And then after that, there's yeah. a point when people start to go. You might have an hour where it's like, all right, fine, I've I've danced. And and the thing is, when you see people that are tired, and it's like, all right, and you either you're on or you're doing something. You think, let me try this, and they go from being twi- yeah. tired. You're thinking, what's that? But the beat gets them it's yeah, like it's like there. yeah as you said it's yeah. like when you um a lot of the american artists and the, the the mumble rappers is that you don't like it but there's a track that you may like and if you see someone the hit the head kind of it's like watching yeah, it's like, it, the documentary the head come up and it's like huh and then, then you see the head going yeah and then you see the body going and then, and then they, the friend and you bring in the friend, friend and, and, then, and you're like got you yeah and it, and and that, and that to me is like yeah. one, one of those things whereby whether it's a new song it's an old song mm. But it's something which allows yeah. you to have that, you know, that experience and enjoy that night, your job. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, to, to keep myself sane, I do chuck a few things in that sound exactly like what you're dancing to. It's just the artist. You haven't heard it before. You haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and by the time they're recognized, they're like, who's that? I've already put it back to Drake or whoever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Da, 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 da. exactly. And I think and I think that's that's where an art form and education and history it comes in because even if you've got an old yeah. beat which I think less less artists are sampling now but if you've got a beat which yeah, is an yeah, old song sure. and they sample and you bring in the original one even if it's about 30 seconds worth and you happen to get it at that point of that hook and you loop it whatever it is yeah. but it's, 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 a, it's a case of snapping people out of that kind of mindset that kind of mundane mindset that you can get into you know um, I think, I think oh, that's for key real. definitely yeah, yeah. But it's like, um, I don't know, I, I really, I really like the DJs. Like, you've got your Benji B and your Toddler T mm, yeah. and, and DJs like that. Like, people go to them. JK from Soul Action. Yeah. People aren't going there to make requests. People are going there to hear what they're playing, yeah. what new mm. lo-fi world music they've got. You can really envy those sort of DJs. Yeah, you know they 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 they've they've done it the right way, in my opinion. Yeah, but as I said, and I think it's it's, it's very few DJs who are like that now. Uh, it's but, hard, man. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Yeah, but also saying that, if you think about it, a DJ at one point was just a novelty, whereas like now you've got DJs in their sixties and seventies. Yep. So uh, a DJ, well, yeah, it's not it's not just for Christmas; it's for life. Bro, you, the thing is, is, like you said, you've got something, it's a novelty, but 
now it's like Lewis may be able to um, give me some perspective on this. Mm. You'll get a DJ who's like maybe in his last year at uni. He gets some money, buys a controller. Um, next week he's out gigging. Yeah. But the but the thing is, he's bringing all his friends from his union house. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So yeah, so he's bringing fifty people with him, maybe a hundred. So these clubs are saying, all right, we'll give you a table, two bottles, and they let and they let him play, or her play, him or her play. Yeah. But they really don't know what they're doing. They're just got their mates there who yeah, are going to like and they're learning the back craft. them up and they, and yeah and, and the DJ scene is, is, is got a slew of DJs like this and it's like they want to book me but I'm like I cough ABC yeah. and they're like well we've got this kid fresh out of uni we're just giving him two bottles that we don't even pay for because they're sponsored by Johnny Walker Jameson Cavorsia yeah. why am I going to pay you all this money when I can just, he brings a hundred people with him anyway, and they're just gonna jump up and dance to whatever he plays. So, but, but the bad thing about that is, it's like, see, you maintain. Yeah, but the bad thing about that is, like, I've been to like those clubs and like kind of parties where it is like yeah. that, and yeah. then after a while, it's just like the music gets boring. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, and people forget how much the music is important for like a club, like. You, you, oh, they really do. When you go in there and you, you're hearing something that you don't care about and you can't talk because the only other thing you can do at a club is like dance, drink or talk. And if I can't hear you while I'm yeah. talking to you, <laughs> then there's nothing else I can do except listen to the music. So, so it's yeah. just like, and then when you have like a bunch of other people kind of like dancing to like this random song that they know, but no one else knows, yeah. it doesn't fit the actual yeah. like, mood. It's just like, yeah. it ruins the whole experience. Yeah, like and that's that's what I'm that's what I'm dealing with. Yeah, nah, don't ever you. Maintain, you. Stephen. <laughs> yes, sir. Th- thank you for your time. But um, yeah, yeah. Th- <laughs> thank you, and and uh, hopefully um, we get this done again. And I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna try and see oh, if we get someone from America next time as well. Yeah. And um, in, in can, right. yeah. yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm here. No, whenever. Great. And hopefully next time we we speak yeah. that we, we can kind of play catch up and touch upon. This whole COVID nineteen. Mm. I'm aiming for the next two, yeah. three weeks at the most, and yeah. um, hopefully things will be better yeah. by then. All right, cool. Yeah, like like I said, thank you for allowing me onto your platform. No problem. Um, I like what you guys are doing. I love it. Uh, I've subscribed on iTunes and all that good <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> so uh, yeah, man. Long may this continue. Thank no, you. It will. Cross generational conversation mm-hmm. is important. All right. Peace. 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 See you. Take care, bro. Peace. Yeah, thank you very much indeed, family. And it's some interesting conversations. Very much. So um, I'm going to get this up as soon as possible. So stay safe. Yeah, protect yourself at all times. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Don't touch your yeah, face. Exactly. All right, bless. Peace.